0: Lock
1: and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Day Show.
2: And greetings. Well, how'd that get moved? Happy Thursday. No, Wednesday. I'm totally confused. Sets all over the place. I don't know what day it is. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here alongside. Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre, I want to begin with a thank you. Uh, I got a nice note in the company inbox yesterday from an Adam uh, who says, uh, Thank you guys for not backing down and continuing to bring the heat daily. Your show has forced me to continually ask myself, what am I prepared to do without hesitation? My answer, feed the sheep and shoot the wolves. God bless. And uh, that's the right answer, Adam. Thank you. And Adam went next level. Uh, he sent us all $100 gift cards to Costco. And of course, you guys know uh, that I believe that is one of the greatest places on earth. And did not have to do that, man. And I just wanted to give you a hearty thank you right here from the jump and the outset, to Adam. That was very, very kind. So uh, thank you on behalf of both Todd and Aaron for that gift. Thank you. And you guys are kind to us and send us gifts all the time. And um, I, I mean, we're just beyond humbled and uh, appreciative. So thank you very much. All right, coming up on today's show, the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz is going to join us. I just listened to the podcast of, uh, of Daniel's show from a week ago Tuesday. So it was the day that we launched pre-sales for the Fourth Reich. And I, I'm going to tell you straight up, that is one of the best podcast episodes in any genre I've ever heard. I mean, it was prophetic. It was, you know, Moses addressing the people in Deuteronomy next level kind of stuff. So uh, you're missing out if you're not uh, tuned in and subscribed to his podcast. And I would definitely go back and start a week ago Tuesday, which would be what the 9th, August 9th, right? Um, I mean, that was spectacular. You don't want to miss that episode. You don't want to miss him when he comes up here. Uh, at the end of the program here today, in our final segment, we'll also play by Seller Hold, as we always do. But let us begin, as we always do, with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away, brought to you by just
3: three items. First up, former National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins spoke to the Trinity Forum recently, giving a retrospective on coronavirus.
1: Many people of faith sense that something is deeply wrong. Did you see David French's column? Let me stop you right there. Okay. A uh, a week or so ago, where he said we don't have two Americas. It's not just red and blue. There's a third one. It's called exhausted. Should we all make a pledge? Imagine this, make a pledge that you will not distribute information on social media unless you know absolutely that it's true. Think what would happen if everybody decided today
3: to make that pledge. A few minutes later, he was asked this during a Q&A session. How, uh, when one is in a position of public trust, where errors can be fatal, does one manage those competing tensions of the full truth with an understandable clarity? Yeah.
1: There was such a hunger uh, to get very clear, here's what you need to do, and I know it's right, that we often presented things in that way. I did that myself. And every one of those messages should have been, this is the best I can do right now uh, with the information I've got, but it's probably going to change. Here's Collins just last August. At home, uh, parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this. And the recommendation is to wear masks there as well. Let me just follow up on that. I know that's uncomfortable. I know it seems weird, but it is the best way to protect your kids. How strong is the case that children in school
2: should wear masks as a mitigation against Delta.
1: Chris, it's very strong. But isn't that a shame, George? I mean, how do we get here? Why is it that a mandate about vaccine or about wearing a mask suddenly becomes a statement of your political party? We never should have let that happen. And come on, America, we we can separate these, can't we?
3: Credit to woke preacher clips on YouTube for finding all of those videos. Next, Naomi Wolf continues to run her crowdsourced scouring of Pfizer COVID jab trial data She says her team has found data indicating that 44% of pregnant women who participated in Pfizer's trial lost their babies. She told Steve Bannon's War Room this week that some of the 300,000-plus pages of Pfizer documents released under a Freedom of Information Act request show that Pfizer recategorized spontaneous abortions and miscarriages after mothers received the jabs as Recovered result adverse effects. In other words, if a mother lost her baby, it was categorized by Pfizer as a resolved adverse event, such as a headache that just went away. Finally, you remember last week when we told you about top Israeli scientist Shamuel Shapira, who was censored on Twitter for saying an outbreak of monkeypox isn't surprising after the mass vaccination campaign. Regardless, we still have yet to hear from the CDC or other health officials calling on homosexuals to stop sodomizing each other to stop the spread. In completely unrelated news, the first case of human-to-dog transmission of monkeypox has been confirmed in France. The case was confirmed in the journal The Lancet and took place in the dog of two non-monogamous homosexual men. The journal writes the dog showed symptoms of monkeypox, lesions around its anus. On a further completely unrelated note, and finally, here's comedian Ryan Long.
0: Do you think that there should be less uh, bigotry against sort of like the bestiality community? Like a cat or a dog? No. But what if they can't help themselves?
1: Probably get some help.
0: Like a shock therapy thing, potentially, to
4: shock it out of them?
1: I don't really think that'll help them. I just think they need to, like, talk to someone.
0: Time for a
3: shower, and that's what happened while we were away.
2: Fun fact. Fun fact. Completely, and of course, totally unrelated to everything that you just saw. The first American soldiers who liberated a concentration camp were so appalled at the man's inhumanity that they witnessed within that camp that they lined up all of the remaining Nazi soldiers and shot them all on site. Just, you know, I've been thinking we should just maybe throw in some more historical nuggets, fun facts, indiscriminately, randomly. Can I try? No. No. Don't. No, you cannot. I don't trust you. No. No, you can't. Tough but fair. (laughs) Aaron's Montage brought to you by Bonner Private Wine. I got an email from a guy after... Aaron's montage the other day saying, I got to give me some of that wine. <laughs> it's true. There it is. Um, if you, you have heard me talk about Bonner Private Wines, uh, Malbec grapes grown at 9,000 feet deep in the Andes Mountains. Some of the best red wines in the world. And now, and of course, they, they constantly have that great deal, 50% off both the wines and another 50% off the shipping as well. Well, now they've got an even sweeter deal, uh, a bonus bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. That's now four bottles for the price of three, plus the discount, half off the wine and half off the shipping. When you go to bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve, that's all you need to do. No promo code for this one. Just go to bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. Steve,
0: I know my role. I'm here to move the wine, but not to talk about the Nazis. I get yeah, it. Yeah, huh? yeah, yes. Whatever helps the coattails, yes, I yes. got it.
2: Uh, had you guys ever heard of the Trinity Forum before?
0: Never. I've I've heard of it. I don't know exactly
3: what it is, but I've heard of it.
2: I mean, I I don't know. I seem to think I'm kind of connected to some degree in the Christian media world. I mean, I, this is probably one of the most listened to. Podcasts in America by an avowed evangelical, right? I mean, it's a top 50 news podcast in the country. And that's what we are thereabouts. You know, if you looked at what the other 49 shows there, there's not going to be too many that are going to be hosted by evangelicals, right? Yeah. So it's got to be at least somewhere on that list. I don't know, it might Agreed. be might be a top 20 list, might be a top 200 list. I don't know where it would be, but it would be somewhere on that kind of a list, sure. right? Okay. Show uh, largest audiences hosted by with an evangelical host in the Podcast Arena. We would be on some kind of a list somewhere. And I've never heard of this place. Never heard of it. The, it builds itself as uh quote working to bring you the best of Christian thought leadership, end quote that's right off its website, okay, so here is its schedule for two thousand and twenty two all right? Tell me your thoughts and if you know who these people are, Jazz hope and the gospel uh William Edgar. Ruth Naomi Floyd and Carl Ellis. Nothing? Jazz, are they talking about the music? Yeah, yes. They're talking about the music, yes. Yeah, nothing. That's their most recent form. It was held on August the fifth. Nothing? Nope. Okay. Science, faith, trust, and truth. An evening conversation with Francis Collins, who should be arrested right now. Right now. Francis Collins should be arrested right now and charged with crimes against humanity right now and, and put on trial for at least his freedom, if not his life, right now. And, I, and yes, who's that atheist chick? I can't remember her name on CNN. No one watches. I'm going to it. Yes, okay. If you're going to cite me, uh, cite me correctly, okay, I'm, I'm actually in favor of people getting trials before they're executed, all right? The people you support, S.E., are the people who are okay with uh, people getting executed without any trials, let alone human or control grouped ones. Yes. I'm actually in favor of giving them a trial and then if they're guilty, we will execute them. Okay? So Francis Collins should be put on trial for his life now. Like Nuremberg level of trial absolutely should happen in the next five minutes, he should be arrested for crimes against humanity. Okay? He spoke there in the video you just saw. That was back on July 19th um neuro n- neurobiology and the soul kurt thompson and jeffrey dudiac nope got anything mister i grew up in a homeschool family and uh um, I've, i went to the evangelical university over there Aaron. i'm just waiting for phil fisher okay nothing okay <laughs> uh reading in community this is matthew lee anderson and annika prather
3: over under uh subarus in the trinity forum parking lot yeah okay
2: nothing no okay curbing the culture wars Yuval levin i've heard of him yeah brandon what is that badayana khan i don't know don't know who that is okay
0: no nope i mean i've heard of levin as well i've heard of
2: him okay um Online conversation, faith in an empirical world, an online conversation with Ard Lewis and Tremper Longman. No? No. Bupkis? Okay. After Babel, reclaiming relationship in a technological world, Andy Crouch and Jonathan Haidt. Isn't Andy Crouch the guy that runs TBN now? I think it is. Isn't that the guy, the son who took it over when the old man died and the... Mom, who lost the fight with the paintball gun. Andy Crouch. Am I? Do I have that? Isn't that Paul
3: Crouch? Kids. Partner Kid? for theology, uh, the tech, the tech wise family.
0: Okay. John Haight. If assuming that's is it H A I D T? Yes. That's actually a book I've recommended on the show. Okay. Uh, so he's he's brilliant okay so there's there's one okay i don't know that he's an evangelical christian it's a very good book he wrote but well it's it's,
2: they're just saying the best of christian thought not evangelical okay okay all right work justice in the common good come on i know you guys know this one right uh henry Kastner and dave blanthard nope no nothing okay healing a divided culture arthur brooks nope nothing nope Science, Faith, and the Pursuit of Truth. Elaine Eklund and Ted Davis. Aaron, what you got? Ted Davis? Tidley Squat? No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, reading for Regeneration. Claude, Acho, and Jessica Wilson. Nope. All right. Uh, gift, Logic, and Abundant Life. Louis Kim and Tim Sorens. Coming up empty. Rolling snake eyes here. All right. They like Arthur Brooks so much, here he is a second time. Strength in the second half. An online conversation with Arthur Brooks. That was back in February. You guys still don't know who it is?
0: Is this all being
2: hosted at Joel Osteen's church? Doing, uh, doing Justice, an online conversation with Carrie, Gary Hogan. No. No? No. And then their first talk of 2021, How Much Is a Child Worth?, an online conversation uh power protection and abuse prevention rachel den bolander den bolander no no here's what's funny um rachel den hollander rachel den bolander den bolander den bolander not- oh, okay den bolander here's so that's their entire schedule that's one two three four eight 12, 15 talks they have done so far in 2022, and they claim they're bringing you the best of Christian thought leadership. There there was a certain topic there, by the way, missing in all 15 of these themes. Did you guys pick up on, uh, there's a glaring omission here. Anybody? Um, the gospel. Like I said, Joel Osteen's church? I mean, this is just all social justice stuff. I mean, what, what, where's, you mean like at least once, and I'm all for applying the gospel, all right, to every walk of life, okay? I'm a, you know, there is not a square inch of this cosmos that Jesus does not clear is mine kind of guy. But, at, but you also, though, have to begin, what is the initial application of Christianity? When, is it, when do we start applying it? Step one would be the gospel, Right? Otherwise, what are we applying? I mean, don't you think it like one out of fifteen talks, maybe one out of fifteen, something that just centralizes on the gospel itself? But no, they went zero for fifteen, and almost none of these people have I ever heard of. Almost none of them. Looking at who spoke there last year, I I don't I don't know who Max McLean is. I don't know who Andrew Peterson is. I don't know who Jerry Root and Sherry Harder is. I don't know what a Diana Butler Bass is. I don't know who Claude Alexander and Max Pierre, as they talk about justice, mercy, and overcoming racial division, because apparently it's 1963. Um, Ruth Naomi Floyd on music, creativity, and justice with a nice fro there. So that's cool. You know, it's 19. I guess we're, you know, back at the 72 Olympics or something. I, I just. This this is this is the best in Christian thought. Why did now here's a name. Okay, who's Karen Swallow prior? Why does that sound familiar?
0: I got nothing to say. That hear.
2: sounds familiar to yeah, me. Yeah, no, that does sound familiar. Okay, so it took a while. I had to go back to May of last year to a name that sounds remotely familiar to me.
0: Let's ask the hard question though isn't it likely that these people are a lot more familiar to your average Christian than you and that we are the severe minority?
2: I think, you know what? I think it's actually worse than that.
0: Oh, go on. I, I
2: think it's actually worse than that. I want to share this from our friend, Megan Basham tweeted this out yesterday over at the her. daily wire. All right. This is from Alistair Begg. who's a very good Bible teacher with a cool Scottish brogue quote, The great need in every generation is for men like the men of Issachar, of whom it is said they understood the times. This is part of the pastoral responsibility to ensure that the people understand, not first to ensure that they feel, not first to ensure that they are emoting. There is in our generation an increasing lack of spiritual discernment. There is in our generation an increasing theological vagueness, a blurring of the distinctiveness that have always marked historic evangelical Christianity. We need to pray to God that he would raise up people with a bold, unashamed conviction of the rightness of his truth, who will stand and say, this is what God says. End quote. Here's another great quote from Alistair Begg. The reason most preaching is ignored today is that it deserves to be. There it is. See, it's it's worse than you're intimating. Because when we had people in the pulpit doing what Alistair's talking about, you knew who Arius and Marcion was. You knew who Pelagius was. You knew who Norman Vincent Peale was. You knew what a Christian scientist was. You knew who what a Charles Tasey Russell was. You knew.
0: So you're saying the greatest trick the devil ever pulled is convincing people he didn't exist?
2: Yeah, the, that we don't even know. Yeah. We don't even know who the false teachers are because we don't yeah, have any teachers.
0: teachers.
2: We don't even have any. Te- we're caught between both of these extremes.
0: Which is Aaron's brilliant point of interjecting the David French thing. Yes, that, I'm going to
2: have to hold on. For- yes. Yeah, I mean we we yep. we don't we're we're caught between dueling counterfeits. Your pleated khaki sweater vested pastor who will who does the opposite of what Alistair Begg says here and whatever in the Sam Hill all of this is I, I don't know what this is here's here's what i know i have spent 15 years full time working in the church in activism in mobilization of believers i have spoken at churches and at uh, of uh, christian events all over this country and have heard of not heard of almost anybody on this page from the quote Trinity Forum working to bring you the best of Christian thought leadership I've heard of almost none of these people like not even seen pictures I'm like oh I know who that guy is like the Philip Yancey picture looks a little familiar to me
0: he's an author
2: is he okay but I could not and he spoke there last April but I can't place it but at least his picture looks familiar so there's two for whatever reason Karen Swallow Pryor sounds familiar to me Southeastern
3: Baptist Theological Seminary right,
2: Philip Yancey's picture looks familiar the rest of these names I don't know except for one other, Francis Collins, and he should have been arrested already. He should have been arrested already and put on trial for crimes against humanity.
0: The Venn diagram of him and Joseph Goebbels is a circle.
2: Yes. And, and the fact that we don't have a lot of preaching like what Beg is talking about in that quote that Megum shared yesterday, that, that's mostly gone from the American Christian Church is why America is mostly gone mostly gone. I'll preach. That's why there's a direct connection there, a direct connection. No one rises above their own worldview. And that's why I fear the outcome of where we are headed. Because we are not headed towards some kind of a a pilgrim-based, founding father-based righteous confrontation or evacuation or refounding or new founding as our buddy Matthew Peterson at Claremont puts it We're heading to something uh, Frenchian, pardon the pun. We're heading to a Bastille storming. We're heading to just not righteous indignation, but blind anger. Because that's how we typically respond as a species. We let things go. Over and over and over again. I mean, Satan's youth ministry didn't just start 10 minutes ago out of nowhere and just, you know, you know what, guys, we're going to do applied mathematics and hooked on phonics. But today we're here to chest bind you. If you're a 12 year old female and to chemically castrate you, if you're a 12 year old male, please don't tell your parents. They, they, did they make that transition like that? Is they that how did, it worked? They did not. They did not. And yet that's kind of how our anger has turned. Is it not? Right. Yes. It's like our anger just turned on in a flash. All right. Tragedy involved at Loudoun County, girl gets right. raped in the girl's bathroom by a guy pretending to be a girl. And all of a sudden, everybody shows up at the school board meeting. There's a flashpoint. You have to understand, while that may work for us, while, while we need flashpoints as we drown in our comfort and in our, in our passive aggressiveness, our enemy in the principalities does not operate that way. Ever vigilant. So no, they didn't just put down the applied mathematics and the Austrian economics textbook and abandoned hooked on phonics. And then the next day it came out with chest binding your daughters and castrating your sons. It didn't work that way. This has been a slow build for decades to get to this point. And my fear is because we have a non-confrontational church and whatever the Sam Hill I just read amounts to the best in Christian thought leadership, whatevs, that sooner or later, basic human instinct will take over and say, "I, I just, I'm not tolerating this anymore. So, vo populi, rise up. In all of human history, when has that ever ended well? I can answer that one for you. Never. Never is the answer. There has been one truly successful rebellion in human history. One. It's the one that founded this country. But it's also the one that's the most unique. The people that incited it, inspired it, attempted to learn from history about why all the others failed. You know what they came up with? Human nature is not basically good. The overthrowers end up becoming exactly like that, which they overthrowed. And so, therefore, there must be a higher standard. There must be a higher judge. There must be a higher authority that we hold ourselves to, as well as those that we view as being no longer morally capable of being in leadership. Because therefore, by the grace of God, go I. I'm... Just as as Galadriel says, you put the ring of power on me and I will become as dark and terrible as the dawn. I will become your new Sauron. That's why they plead with God for divine providence for their success. That's why they plead to God, judge the rectitude, the motivations of our actions. We're sinners too. We're sinners too. We come from the same culture that King George came from. We speak the same language. We read from the same Bible. There's nothing in the natural world that will restrain us from becoming like him. And then even after they did that, a not insignificant portion of them, after their success through making such claims and through the invoking of divine providence, they still... (laughs) <laughs> was it, there was a not insignificant portion of them that then wanted to make their victorious general the new king human nature is not basically good so what happens when not basically good people that have become completely and morally unrestrained and have not been confronted by the Word of God for that unhinging. What happens when they meet up with a group of people who have not been discipled in the Word of God and therefore not properly discipled in how to channel their anger and desperation in response to that moral unhinging? What happens when those two meet in a zero-sum game? I'll answer that one for you. A sad chapter in a history book you don't want to read. That's what happens. And that's what David Frenchian Trinity Forum Best in Christian Thought Leadership and your sweater-vested, pleated, khaki, suburban megachurch pastor rubbing your belly and telling you that it's okay. Here's our outreach program. That's what they're going to take us to. And that's why. You know, we have a different kind of mission statement on the show every year. This year, it's let's find out. But we have a perennial mission statement on this show revival or bust. These two cultures cannot share a room, let alone a culture. And one of them has long let it be known and has no plans of sharing one with you. And now you've begun to receive that. And you're like, you know what? I'm not really all that down with sharing it with you either, come to think of it. And so here we are. You'll vote again. Hell, I probably will too. For a bunch of Republicans to save you at the red wave this fall, even though you really can't sit here today on August 17th, a little more than 11 weeks until that event, and come up with one thing almost 90% of them are actually going to do if you give them power, especially the ones you send to Washington, D.C. Not one. Not one. You can't really come up with really one thing. That desperation sooner or later adds up. If you are a pastor in the sound of my voice. You hold the key in your calling. To potentially stopping a very sad chapter in human history that we can all see coming. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling round the bend. But my question to you is, do you know. The signs of the times, are you a son of Issachar? Or are you just building your own kingdom, attracting your own crowd? A recent news headline in Business Insider said, quote, we're in a global food crisis that will wreak havoc on local economies and trigger civil unrest. End quote. I don't want to scare anybody, but the idea of civil unrest and food shortages maybe should scare you at least a little bit. OK, that's why we recommend getting a good stockpile of emergency food as soon as you can. Don't waste any time. Go to our friends at My Patriot Supply via this landing page to get the best deal. PrepareWithDace.com. That's preparewithdace.com. You'll save $250. They're raising the stakes all the more now. You'll save $250 on a three month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They have served millions of homes. We're talking three square meals a day plus snacks and drinks. Well over 2,000 calories, stays good for over 20 plus years with the right storage. So you're going to have the peace of mind to know that if you know what hits the fan, you are ready to go, all right? So they're in stock, they ship fast, and you'll get free delivery too, all right? If you go to preparewithdace.com, get this special offer, $250 off, three months of emergency food plus free delivery at preparewithdace.com. Now I remember why I had heard the name Karen Swallow prior. Several of you had... Uh, have, have sent this link to me. I think, Shelley, you were the first, so I'll give you credit. Uh, she's at the Trinity Forum, and, and you said the founder of the Trinity Forum was whom? Oz Os Guinness? Guinness. As in the Truth Project, Os Guinness, right? Okay. Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor, by the way, David French is a senior fellow at the Trinity Forum now. Yes. So, okay.
0: That's a yo. Uh,
2: Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor was removed from her position as a fellow with the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission earlier this year. After her book, Cultural Engagement, A Crash Course in Contemporary Issues, was published. Um, Her book includes a chapter by Matthew Vines advocating the acceptance of homosexual relationships because Paul's view in Romans 1 was, quote, shaped by an outdated patriarchal logic, unquote.
0: So saith the Psalms.
2: And she got her own speaking slot at trinity forum bringing you the best in christian thought leadership founded by os guinness
0: Well, drag queen story is a blessing of liberty steve
2: so we are caught here the the church that has the most of the and i say most i mean like almost all of it okay when 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 god reminds elijah there's always a remnant the remnant that is left right now in the american pulpit is remnity (laughs) <laughs> All right. Remnity, remnity. Okay. Um, uh, except for a, a, a microscopic, barely visible remnant. The American pulpit in America is either David French or Joel Osteen or some form of non confrontational. Uh, adhere to orthodoxy there's a trinity for you there's a there's a trinity for you heretics grifters cowards that's pretty much what i just described heretics grifters cowards that's and here we are That's, that's, that's why we are where we are more than anything else. It's not the spirit of the age. It's not Democrats. It's not Cloward Piven. It's not Saul Alinsky, it, it's, it's It's not rhinos. More than those things are all symptoms of why we are where we are. The number one, two, three, four, five, 28, 42, 57th. 66th reason we are where we are is because the vast majority of males in American pulpits are heretics, grifters, or cowards. That's why. Make sure, though, check out Trinity Forum for the best in Christian thought leadership. Starring the appropriately named Karen Swallow Pryor, who has decided with the authority granted in her by absolutely nothing of any authority in the cosmos, that Paul is outdated. So we should follow the swallow to hell instead. Maybe your pastor's telling you that he doesn't think it's his place to confront what's going on in the culture. Because he takes one verse that Paul says completely out of context. Okay, then play his own game. When's he going to confront Karen Swallow Prior? Okay, fine. Yeah, cool. You know. Let the city of man rot. All right, we'll play. I'll play your game. I'll play your game. When do we confront here in the city of God then? When do we do that? When's Karen Swallow Pryor get confronted? I mean, can you, you can't even confront her after she's been essentially defrocked? Can you confront her then? Okay, you don't think it's your place to confront Planned Parenthood? Fine. Are you at least willing to show your people who the the exact and, and name names and movements what the exact false teachers in the culture are so that they don't get led astray by them? Do you even believe in your own state of theology is what I am asking you. Do you even believe in that? Because at this point, man, I'm Chris Rock. I'll just take the one rip, man. Okay. We're getting so little out of you, pastor, that if we could at least just get that, it would make like a huge dent. Like even if you just let your people know who the heretics were wearing their own uniform. At this point, even that would make a dramatic improvement. Are you even willing, are you even willing to do that? Oh. No. Okay. So it really just is, you're not willing to confront anything then, like nothing. That's really what we're talking about then. You're just not really willing to confront anything. In the church, out the church, nothing. You're willing to confront nothing. Okay. Well, you know, nature abhors a vacuum be shocked then when your people start putting their hope and trust in the future for the future in a three times divorced billionaire who once said in public I've never asked God for forgiveness because I've never done anything wrong don't be shocked don't 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 be shocked Gary Cooper when they call in the Clint Eastwood pale rider because you didn't do your job and the idea that they were just going to sit here forever and just ankle grab for the spirit of the age that's not human nature bro they weren't gonna do that so, I mean, if you're not going to play your role, they'll go find someone else They, you know, they'll go find another version to try to play it for them instead. We used to say on our show, if you don't like Trump's tone or tactics, then the Republican Party has no one to blame for Donald Trump but itself, right? We used to have those conversations mm-hmm. back in 2015, 2016. Yes. If you don't like his influence within the church, And you think the canard of Christian nationalism is really a thing? It's not. It's a scam. But if you think it's really a thing, you're convicting yourself. For your people would only turn to such instruments if they had lost faith in you as one. You convict yourself. You're not a pastor. You're Liz Cheney. Let's get to buy, sell, or hold. Or buy, sell, Lindsay, if you prefer. Brought to you, brought to you by our friends over at Keeps. If you are sensitive about hair loss, I've got great news for you that Keeps has you covered. It's genius. Keeps offers doctor recommended clinically proven research backed treatments that stop hair loss and improve hair growth. So uh, regardless of what your hair goals are, maybe it is uh, keeping the hair you have, making it better, getting hair back that you're lost or that you've lost or want to stop losing it. uh, Keeps has you covered. Everything will be done discreetly online with a licensed physician that will work one on one with you. Everything delivered to your door and they give you big savings. Uh, they'll give you the generic version so that you save big money. But then also you get extra savings to get you started. Half off your first order when you go to keeps.com grow. K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com grow. Here's how it works. Aaron has selected from you in the audience a series of statements or predictions or lists. No subject is off limits. Todd, you and I will decide are we going to buy it or sell it. Once per episode, we are permitted a Lindsay Meaning a hold. But if you use that for any reason other than how in the world did you let such a trivial, demeaning, dumbass thing get on the show? Then you will end up having to let Lindsay hold you. And I'm talking full spoonage, Erzin. You ready to go? No. No. Here we go. Aaron, fire away. We'll begin
3: with Philip Harvey, who has a linguistic tweak that he suggests. Gun activists need to use the term standard action instead of semi-automatic. The left uses the term semi-automatic to make it seem like the guns are more deadly. It is the most common action and should be considered standard. I like this. I'm a buy.
2: Yeah, I like it too. I'm a buy. Not my area of expertise, but I know that that is why they use that terminology, so I'll buy it.
0: Sell, not because I don't uh, assent to your superior knowledge, but we are way past a rhetorical shift like this mattering to the people that were going to take away your gun rights. So it's, I just think it's ultimately meaningless at this point.
3: Next. We go to Samaritan Prime, who says, ranting and railing time and time again about how we're all too comfortable to do what we have to do to save America is worthless without a I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears and sweat speech outlining just what exactly the plan is.
2: Uh, sell, because we've given you numerous examples. I, I believe that was meant to be some kind of a.
0: That was my question. Is, yeah.
2: is that was that meant to be to come yeah, that's back how at I us? Took it. OK, okay. Right. we've offered nothing specific. Yeah, but... uh, go to a school board um run for it uh go to your pastor become an elder i mean we, we how many of these things have we mentioned how many different times
0: then how many uh, of things mean, do dozens we do I, th- yeah if this is i mean i agree with you in theory but if if, if that's a shot at us you're you're, you're picking the wrong fight
3: Okay. Next, we go to Revolutionary. DeSantis Roy is the ticket that could turn this country around, guys.
2: Uh, Stop sell. thinking like this. Yeah, yeah. My I, Lord. I, do I? now? but that doesn't, don't, that doesn't mean I don't think there's any value in that ticket. I just don't think it'll turn the country around. I think it would help to punish your enemies. Maybe put them in their place. Maybe give them a, a sense of mutually assured destruction, which they don't have right now. Right now, the the spirit of the age in the Democratic Party is basically the Kremlin in the 70s. They have seen enough American weakness for decades that they really are beginning to think they could win a first strike nuclear war. They really begin to think that, you know, if we hit New York, hit D.C., you know, hit some metropolitan center, it'll so freak you out, catch you with your knickers around your ankles that, you know, das Vendania, I mean, to America, and you'll surrender and you know, we fulfill Khrushchev's pledge to bury you uh, and your children. Um, and that's what hap- That's what weakness in the sight of evil does. It, it, it emboldens it further. And so at least what a DeSantis Roy ticket would do is punch back and not on Twitter and not with memes or press releases or that's hurtful or um, that's personally insulting, personally offending of me. No, unlike substantive things that actually make a difference in your life on a daily basis, not someone else's ego. Now, that might not be enough either. I don't know. We might be so far gone that, you know, but we didn't know in 1981 either. Then Reagan started building weapons and weapon systems. Then he started moving new weapon systems into Western Europe, despite protests from even his own peacenik 60s hippies daughter. Then he proposed things like SDI or Star Wars. And lo and behold, turned out. They really weren't as confident in their belief system over there when they really had to show their cards. And, they, and, they were, and now the calculus wasn't American weakness, but strength. At the very least, that ticket would change the calculus. The fact that we might punch you back and hard, hard, might make someone think, eh, let's at least reassess the strategy here. But would it turn things around? Only the Holy Spirit's going to do that at this point
0: yeah aaron you're dead on about saying stop thinking like this in the first season of game of thrones i can't remember his name but the main character played by sean bean he's clearly portrayed as the best of us the the guy the 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 man's man the person you follow the one who's the conscience of even the king and at the end of the first season uh he he was beheaded spoiler alert um so yeah they can't it's not. They're not going to be doing it on their own. If we have this currently, this civic sense of duty that is basically Netflix and chill, not going to happen. No matter who we elect.
3: Being told there's some audio or something going over the top of us. On yeah, Twitter.
0: I, I've been told
2: I, like disco music and stuff. That's that's
3: pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I just checked in. I'm, apologies. Is it's it not like chick chicka, wow, wow. It's, or it's not going to be. It's not going to be on the on-demand version. I, I can tell you that if you need to go back and listen to that segment again. Uh, Vitamin G said, within a year, Disney will cancel, uh, cancel its founder, Walt, including the removal of his state, uh, statues from the theme parks and his name from the logo.
0: I I saw something where this is already starting to happen. When I say this, I don't know the specifics, but there is a sort of scrubbing taking place, and I think I'll buy are we
2: talking, if it's Disney, then this is a corporate action? Yep. All right, I'll sell on that. Do I, do I think that there will be elements within woke Disney's personnel that will suggest it, or there will be columns and those kinds of things? Sure, I, I think that's definitely possible. But I will sell, and here's why. They need that brand. They need it badly. That that name is what gives them credibility with most of most of us. So there, it's still a for-profit company. I, again, I'm not. I don't think they have any interest in defending Walt Disney's legacy altruistically. It's just that name is what gives it transcendent appeal. Uh, rebranding as Meta loses almost all of that transcendent appeal. So. It'll hold on to that until the very bitter end, in my view. So I'll sell. More buy, seller hold coming your way next. Stay tuned. And we're back with our two live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Aaron McIntyre, Todd Herzen, and in all of you. Let us know what you think about what we think via the SteveDace.com inbox. That's Steve at SteveDace.com. That's how you can email the show, D-E-A-C-E, is how to make sure to spell the last name so it actually gets to me. You can like me on Facebook, We Parlor and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter and Getter. As well as look for me on Truth Social at real Steve Dace. And then you can get clips of the show free to watch without any censorship whatsoever. When you go to rumble.com slash Steve Day Show, that's Rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. If you did miss yesterday's interview with Dr. James Thorpe, uh you don't want to miss it. It's uh, in yesterday's podcast. Because of so many requests, we are going to break that out as a separate video entry over on our Rumble page later today. Rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. We'll break that out separately so that you can share that link with others if you would like. And you better hope that everything he said yesterday is false. It's not. Trust me, it's it's not because I've seen the data. It's not. But you should hope that it is. It's not though, but you should hope that it is, but it's but it's not. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends over at Tyga Coolers. We are into now tailgate season, we're full-fledged into NFL preseason. High school camps are going on. High school football starts around the country, I think, like a week from Friday in most places. Uh, College football, a week from Saturday. It is still summer, but it is also football season. This is where maybe your cooler gets more use than any other time of year. And make sure you've got one that is up to the task. From our friends over at Tyga Coolers, American-made, lifetime warranty. They'll also give you some cool customization too. You want to put your kids in his football uniform on your cooler and be a really obnoxious parent? And I'm all for that, by the way. Uh, or you want something else on there that doesn't violate a copyright or common human decency? They'll do it for you, all right. Or maybe you just want a really, you know, good old cooler. They'll give you one of those too with 10% off if you use my name, Steve, as your promo code when you go to check out at TygaCoolers.com. T-A-I-G-A, T-A-I-G-A, Tigacoolers.com is where you want to go. Promo code Steve to get the 10% off at taigacoolers.com. Let's get to part two of Buy, Solar Hold. Aaron, you're up.
3: We will start this one with a fire take from Jay Ford, who says Boston Children's Hospital's new slogan should be, where Planned Parenthood failed to destroy the little girl in the womb, we will destroy the womb within the little girl. Oh, my.
0: Bye.
2: Yeah, I'm going to buy, but that's, oh my gosh.
0: That's dark as terrible as the dawn. I mean, that's awful,
2: but it's also
0: true. Can I remind people trials and is the website. Trials yeah, that, and execution. That, that's
2: where you can go and read the opening statement to rise of the fourth Reich trials. Fun. Another fun fact, indiscriminate fun fact trials and is where you can go put in your email address. We'll send you a PDF of the opening statement. 12,000 words, so it's going to feel like you're reading the whole book. But trust me, that's the tip of the iceberg. Trialsandexecution.com.
3: Next, we go to Sean Griffiths, who says, I think this is a, a great take as well. They're going to do us all like they did Al Capone. They're going to take us out with IRS agents. They can't really take us out on real legal merits, but they can probably take us on weird, obscure tax laws. We all have probably messed up somewhere on our taxes.
2: Uh, I think that's a great analysis yeah. and take. It also gets Die. them outside never... the nexus of a Supreme Court that's majority GOP and, you know, majority at this point, uh, or almost majority at this point, Trump uh, appointed, gets you outside of the federal court system. In tax courts, you're guilty until proven innocent. Um it's also some of the most expensive, other than criminal defense, legal representation uh, that you can uh, most people can't afford at the exact same time. They're the home team, and, and they've got the referees every single time Okay, uh, that, you, that you take them on in tax court. So I think that's a great take, unfortunately. I agree.
3: They're never Bye. going to be able to ban guns in one fell swoop. So they're going to go the long march through the institutions route, I think. If they you know if, it, if a GOP uh, Congress allows this to uh to continue
0: but until then will. at least you're comfortable
3: are, are you guys looking forward to um, to to zoomers with purple hair showing up to your doorstep with a loaded gun uh, asking you to pr- call them by their preferred pronouns cat
2: and cat self and demanding money from you? Are, you are you looking forward to that uh dude that they're they're five minutes from that in Germany yep I mean Germany is going to allow you to change your gender on a perennial basis if you want to make it a crime to refuse to refer to someone by their pronouns and I you know y- you wonder sometimes with a country like Germany I mean where they come up with such autocratic authoritarian I know. Uh, notions you know uh Long just been a
3: peaceful people
2: Indeed there's just I mean when you look at a culture that has nothing in its history or legacy of such things and you just wonder where such terrible ideas come from
3: Aaron. Next up, Sean Griffiths again with a list: top ten alternative grunge songs of the '90s. The band go. gets more than one song. He says okay. number ten: Beck, "Loser." Uh,
2: I didn't yeah, realize uh, that was in
3: the lo- '90s.
2: Yes, right? and it's one of my. It, it's absolutely. I've always yeah. loved the song. You bet. B- I'm in
3: number nine: Blind Melon, "No Rain."
2: Uh, I'm. I've never been a. You know, How does you, that one go? All I can say is that my life has really changed with that uh, auto tune yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I never liked that song at all, but I I know a lot of people did, and it had its day, so I'll respect well, the content, even though it's not my bag. It's
0: because of the the video. Isn't that like Young with the Abbott bumblebees. Yeah, is, yeah.
2: I wish I hadn't asked you that song. It's yeah. going to be yeah. stuck
0: in my head now. Um, I don't, it's kind of, it did reach It's a classic stars, of that era. So I, just, I, I can't
2: stand it. the song, but I'm okay with it being on the yeah. list. I recognize it. Number yeah. eight is Oasis, Wonderwall. Has Great song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm with it. I'm, yep. I'm okay with it.
3: Uh, number seven, Radiohead, "Creep."
2: Another song that I think, well, I don't dislike it to the level of that I do. "Blind Melons," "No Rain."
0: I don't need. What's this song?
2: Um, I'm a loser. It's, I mean, the whole thing, you know, the whole... Th- you've heard it before, okay? Uh,
0: no doubt. It's a I guy
2: basically it. originally t- t- talking about, you know, it starts off, yeah. then he starts screaming. He's basically Henry Rollins. I got it. Okay? I, I got well, this
3: weird itch when we went down to Dallas, uh, when we were sitting here in the, in the airport, uh, before we went down to, to listen to some Radiohead. And I did for about 15 minutes, and I wanted to start cutting myself.
2: Yeah, I, you know what? I just dark, I can't, depressing stuff. I, I, I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell. On this one, yeah, I just, I'm going to sell because I don't care that much for the song, and I think there's better ones, so I'm going to well,
0: sell. I'll just sell because I couldn't remember it right away, but that's perhaps a fault of mine as much as anybody else. I'll sell, though.
3: Number six, Alice Chains. Wrong
0: song. Uh, yeah.
2: Right band, I'm wrong song. I mean, I can mean, make box. an argument. Rooster is the best song of that decade. That is a magnum opus, talking about his old man and serving in Vietnam and what he came home to and what it was like over there. That song is operatic. It is so good. That has to be on the
0: list. I need to pick a song off of Jar of Flies. That album is just unbelievable.
2: I mean, I get Man in the Box was their breakthrough hit, but Rooster is one of the greatest rock songs of the latter decade of the 20th century. It's just... It's a magnum opus. It has to be on the list. So sell
3: number five, Smashing Pumpkins, Cherub Rock. Wrong song again.
2: I, I don't. You know, it's that. That was kind of their breakthrough song too. And I and that and today off their you know their first breakthrough is, album is 1979 in the 90s as well. That's also yeah. That would have been off of uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. That would have been in the 90s too. And that would have been the album that had uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, which I think is their best song they ever did. And I and like most double albums that bands put out, it would be a great album as a single album and it's pretty average as a double album. There's a, a lot of transient tracks on that double album. So I think smashing pumpkins deserves representation. Uh, I don't think it's that automatic that bullet with butterfly wings is a better song than cherub rock. So I'll let it stand. Yeah. I'll buy this close
0: enough.
3: Yep. Number four stone temple pilots plush.
2: One of the quintessential, songs of the era they get a bad rap as kind of being uh pearl jam uh, copycats frankly i think their song catalog is superior to pearl jams actually and unfortunately their singer scott whalen just could never stay clean and so they'd get momentum and come out with a great album and then he'd be in rehab and who knows when you'd hear from him again it was very sporadic but there, the the two albums they were able to cut with him back to back are insanely good music from that era and this was their, this was their even flow, alive Jeremy kind of breakthrough song. So I'm, I'm fine with it being on the list. Yeah, bye. Number three, Pearl Jam, Even Flow. Right band, wrong tune. I, G, I, Jeremy to me is up there with Rooster among the best songs of that decade. I think Jeremy has to be the song.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Steve. Uh, and I could even make other arguments outside of Jeremy, but I think I'd pick a different song.
2: Number
3: two, Nirvana smells like teen spirit.
2: So. I, I have to buy. I'm not a huge fan of the song. Never understood when it came out why it was such a big deal. Then I got the album and listened to, you know, Come As You Are and the rest of the album. I'm like, oh, okay. The rest of this album's pretty dope. I didn't get this song at the time. I thought the video was annoying. But I understand it's one of the transcendent. It's th- That song is the Sergeant Peppers of grunge. It kind of pop music after that song changed right so you have to recognize it and even if it's not necessarily i think it's overrated I, I will recognize it for its contribution and buy
0: i'm selling just because it's overrated but it does belong on the list
3: number one sound garden, black hole sun
0: one
2: of my 10 all-time favorite mm-hmm. songs i i, I it's a, it's an incredible song
0: i'll i'm sell a, I'm for a the hard same buy is number two it, it deserves to be on the list it is overrated
2: it is It is one of the greatest rock songs of all time in any era. It oh. is an incredible song. That's... It's an incredible that's song. an overreach. It's not. It's an incredible song. Totally agree that that should be number one. Yes.
3: Next up, we go to Rocco Lucente, who says the House GOP caucus will break up over government funding... To such an extent that McCarthy will need Democrat votes to pass continuing resolutions in 2023 and 2024. Bye. Bye. That's exactly
2: yeah. what we saw in the Tea Party era with John Boehner. We'll see, see it again. It. Yep. Bye. Yep. That's what will happen. It's a good
3: uh, analysis there. Uh, Jacob Kwasney says, the powers that be realized that DeSantis could win beyond the margin of cheating, whereas Trump probably could not. Therefore, the Mar-a-Lago raid was done in order to anger our base enough into making Trump the only possible nominee. I've seen this take a lot. That's why this is included here.
2: Um, Do I think that that level of multi-level analysis is possible in the demonic realm? Yes. Do I think it is possible in the Democratic Party realm? No. So if you are asking me that that's the long-term play that, that hell basically said, Hey, they found somebody who's actually disciplined that we can't distract with histrionics. So let's, let's head him off at the pass. Any chance we get. Yeah. I could see hell doing that. I don't believe today's Democrats think that way. I think that it just instinctively they, when they when Trump represents a betrayal to them. He was one of them for many, many years and he left them for what they hate more than anything, you. Okay? And so, I I think that it's jilted lover kind of stuff and it's personal. It's deeply personal. And along the way, he's insulted them and rubbed their noses in it, deservedly almost every time. But it's, it's, I think with, I think if we put the lasso of truth around them, they would not say things like this, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I think it's beyond their reach intellectually and morally. I think they would tell you if you put the lasso of truth around them, it's personal. We hate him. He mocks us. He was one of us. So it's a seethe. Yes. It's a seething. Yes. Do I think if we went into the, into the unseen realm and asked what was going on, that, that this might be what they might tell us if we put the lasso of truth around them? Sure. But that's not what the answer you'd get from whoever, you know, MSNBC host, du jour, okay? CNN host, du jour. They're not that smart. They're not capable of that level of, of complexity.
0: I'll buy only because I've actually entertained this thought for more than ten seconds myself because the crazy voices in the head theory. it doesn't have to have a high probability for you to seriously entertain it these days as possible.
3: Alexander Rogers is next, the most uh, who says most modern quote unquote constitutionalists would have bemoaned the Minutemen as immoral with their guerrilla tactics instead of arguing instead arguing for them to lose gracefully in the open field against the red I, I think
2: that's a tremendous analogy, yeah. we have law we have rules here we fight like english gentlemen okay so you know uh you stand out there we fire on you for 30 minutes and you know i've got my watch and then we break for tea and you know we remove our dead and wounded and then we come back for another 30 minutes or an hour and you know and then uh we have lunch and then after you've been refed you know then we bust out the bayonets and we do this hand to hand you know we've got rules of engagement and the founding fathers basically invented modern guerrilla warfare and said Screw that noise. I'm just going to shoot you in the back from a tree. I'm not doing that. <laughs> All right, I'm going, home to my, I'm going home to my plantation and my wife tonight. I'm not dying out in the hill for you. I'm not doing that. So do I think that that is a great analogy from a, uh, the, from a political rules of engagement? Absolutely. But my fear is though, that we, are, we, we, we will, without proper tethering, we will, human nature, you end up becoming like that which you hate. There's, there's a reason why the Bible doesn't say, white knuckle it, focus on what you don't want to do, the sin you don't like, the people you don't want to become like, don't, focus on not becoming like them all the time. There's a reason why it tells you not to, it doesn't do that. But instead it says to put your mind on things above. All right, there, there's a reason why it doesn't do behavior modification, but transformation instead. Without without a better model, we will succumb to become like that which we hate. That's why abusers tend to raise abusers. That's why addicts tend to raise addicts, right? Okay? Without new wiring, without transformation, we will become like that which we hate more times than not. And that is where they had an asset... We don't have. They had an activated, engaged church to play referee. We don't. We just have, an, we just have a church that does play time.
3: Moving on, we will go to Bruce Jenner's uterus, who says your new book will soon have the full attention of the spirit of the age. You will be accused of inciting violence against public officials. The Blaze Network will be financially penalized by the FCC and be forced to cancel the show or fight it out in court.
0: Bye.
2: You think all that will happen? Enough of it. I don't think there's any chance any of it will happen because that would get us to transparency. That will get us to transparency. Remember how we thought for sure they'd come after Fauci and bargain and they never did. But we never did.
0: There's a lot more. I mean, just look on today's Twitter Thailand. There's a lot more out there now than there was back then. So it's in reverse now. Now, now somebody needs to pay. We need to make somebody an example to shut this off. It's just way more likely than it was when our book came out.
2: I don't know that I believe that. I know why you. I can. I know why I you say that. I told you this that. like a week ago, off okay. the
0: line, uh, off air, yeah, I too,
2: about what you need to be ready for. Oh no, no! Well, no, you told me that I should have like personal security. I, that <laughs> really? I could believe. I, wow. I yeah. had the same thought. I, that I could believe. That that's. I could, that that's. I mean, I could see. I could see the devil just you know have me shanked in my yard in the morning. You know, taking the trash out. That I could see. Okay, but there's a reason why they waited until Simone Gold was in, in prison for 60 days before suspending her license because that now she can't show up for a hearing. They don't want this level of transparency. They don't want the smoke. They don't want it. So it's far more likely that something of personal danger will come to me or someone I care about. That's a, in the shadows. That's far more of a likely scenario. They don't want that level of hearing. They don't want it. I would I would love it. I'd have no problem at all with a Cancellation hearing of of my show and a and platform in exchange for the transparency, they don't want that. Now they they this isn't the early era of the, the the printing press is ten minutes old, and so the church doesn't really know what it's doing when it gives uh, Luther a platform to read aloud his thoughts, to read aloud his ninety five theses, and then have them printed and distributed throughout all of what the Western world within an hour. This is. They know they're they're more aware of what the power of the technology is than anything else. They don't want that level of transparency. That's why they send letters to Peter McCullough threatening his license, but there's never a hearing about it. That's why they ban Robert Malone from Twitter and Facebook instead of taking his license away because they don't want that level of transparency. They can't hang. They can't hang. Do I think that uh, that there could be all kinds of attempts to try to smear me uh, like? you know, what they're doing right now with Chris Rufo, for example,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're inciting violence. Okay. Do I think that, they, that that could be done? Yeah, I could see that, but the idea of coming of the FC, first of all, I don't even know how the FCC even works with an internet kind of a thing. I don't even know how that works, frankly, but that level of transparency, we should pray for that. Actually, that's what you want. You, you want the opportunity to engage them, everything they do, no control groups. If you can't beat them, ban them. Everything is done to avoid a full-on confrontation that they know they cannot win. And so that's why you're attacked in the margins or in the dark. That kind of a full step right to your grill, dude, pray for that. That'd be great. So I don't think they'll do that. Hell, just doesn't operate that way. I'll sell.
3: Next up, Wet Bandit says Mount Rushmore of single-game sports feats that will never be repeated. Number 4, Fernando Tatis, two grand slams in the same inning off the same pitcher.
2: I could see that. If nothing for other reason, then who would leave the damn pitcher in the game? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'll yeah, buy.
0: Wow. Yeah, That happened? I, okay. I didn't know that. Neither yeah. did I. Yeah. I'll just take your word for it. Yeah. Uh,
3: 3, Daryl Sittler, 10-point NHL game. He says, I think that's six goals,
2: four assists. I didn't even know about that yeah. record either, so
0: I don't even know. I don't yeah. know who that is. Yeah, I've never either. even is heard that name. name is it... Yeah,
2: I don't know that name either. So, okay. but I'll buy. Okay. I'll buy. Yeah. Uh, number. But, I mean, two. basically, if Gretzky and Yager, yeah. right. you know, if those guys couldn't do it, Gordy Howe, okay, then then um, yes, is the answer. Okay.
3: Number two, Derek Thomas,
2: uh, seven sacks. Here's what I'm. I'll I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, I'm going to sell on this one because.
0: I say because of how pass happy that's what I was thinking yes
2: you just have chance. we have so much now you know we're just throwing the ball 40 times a game almost every team in the NFL is that I could see that of all the things on the list so far I think that's the most likely to be replicated so I will sell
0: but I I hope it doesn't because I want Derek Thomas to have that forever and ever Because he deserves
3: it. Fernando Tatis, April 23rd, 1999. Two grand slams in the same inning. That
2: was in our era, man. How do we forget about that?
0: Lots happened since then, man.
2: That's true. Yeah. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, number one, 100-point game.
0: Yeah, I'll buy that.
2: Bye. I mean, if Jordan couldn't do it, Kobe couldn't do it. Okay, then I'll buy that.
3: Uh, Braden Roten says, There's no reason to believe the COVID jabs have kept even one person from dying of COVID is that going too far
2: i think i think it's going too far when we talk about the initial rollout against the initial um strain i i don't think it's going too far if you look at the carnage that they have created to say that on a societal level it's a neg- it's a, it's 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 a net zero to negative but i would not go so far as to say against the original strain that they were devised for that it didn't save a single person. I wouldn't go quite that far.
0: I have to obviously put like a gigantic asterisk on this. I'm
2: still getting emails from people telling me that they still are only hearing intro and outro music and everything else. Like, I'm still getting those notes, by the way. Are you getting them, Aaron? No. Okay, I'm still getting notes about that. So. Okay. What do they send them? Like, 1217. I just got another one. Hmm. Yeah, so, okay.
0: If you were a deeply sick potential have the potential to be sick uh elderly uh you know this can help you in the way or or on the death door because of yeah something terrible like chemo can help you but like in no way will i assent to this as some sort of miracle drug or anything like that so i i'm like can't i'm I'm selling i'm not even taking it can i restate this can i restate this question yeah, sure. Because
2: I, I do think I, I do think you could restate it this way. Put it back up there so I can see it clearly again Aaron. It's like okay. There is no reason to believe that the COVID jabs have kept even one person from dying of COVID. That access to early treatment would not have saved as well. No. All right. I am I would probably defend that. Okay. And I now that that one I think I would defend. Um, but I wouldn't go so far as to say people that were being denied those things, that were elderly with multiple comorbidities in the early early weeks of the rollout against the original strain, it didn't therapeutically help any of them. I wouldn't go so far as to say that.
0: I screwed up. When I said sell stridently, I meant to say bye. I just got the way it was framed in my head. And it's reason because there's no reason. Get, I'm taking no, no reason has been given. If they would talk about it uh, uh, accurately, like adults, instead of like um, uh, Collins, Francis Collins, a, a real reason. No, I'm, I'm, I just reframe that. Wrong. I am buying because no good reason has been given because they've talked to us like stupid children who are supposed to do whatever you say just because you're the experts. The hell with you. Next.
3: We go to Pablo Lim, who says Ukraine will hardly be mentioned at
2: all in the major midterm campaign ads. Oh, bye.
0: Hi. it's hardly uh, being mentioned. Hardly now. being yeah. mentioned
2: right now. It's exactly it's amazing. right. Amazing. Yep. Only time we hear it now is when they just send him another seventy-five or fifty yep. billion or hundred billion. That's the only time it comes up now.
0: Yeah.
3: Dan M says. As uh, criticism of COVID policies and the jabs slowly become more ups- acceptable, by early next year, the media will start, to some degree, honest reporting on long- and short-term negative vaccine effects and injuries.
2: I could buy this. It's already happening in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I i I could definitely buy that, yeah. And, I, you know...
0: This is also why they may be coming after your book in ways that you don't expect they can't if they're going to start doing this they have to corner the market they cannot they do not want to be affiliated with you Okay, so I think they're going
2: to... Th- then just censor the book and we'll make even more money just huh? selling them directly oh, through the blaze. I, so I'm totally right. fine I'm gonna, with that. It's gonna yeah.
0: The boomerang effect is glorious. I don't disagree with that. Then it's then just go ahead and gonna... censor
2: the book and we'll just put 40,000 copies at the blaze store and actually make more money just totally bypassing AM,
0: Amazon. We about. just Barbara have to Streisand remember how yeah. much success they've had doing things the way they do and there being no consequences for it.
2: But, but their, their normal game plan all along... I, first of all, my ego would be uniquely flattered if they created a whole new front for little old me and my fifty-fourth-rated podcast. Okay, because whether it's Glenn Beck or anybody else, the plan has been just to memory hole these people and act like they don't exist. If they decide that what I'm doing is such a I, unique I, threat that they have to raise the the, the threat level against I me, know, but be still my beating Steve, heart. They just
0: canceled gays for groomers. I've just it. There comes a moment where they just decide. Well, I took they took their Twitter
2: to. account away. I, I could see my Twitter account going away well, for you, merely see, existing. My,
0: you're making the point, just but you keep adding things that they may or may not. Do. All I'm saying is you, you, you so conditioned yourself. The way they have treated you for, uh, on both sides is to pretend you don't exist. Mm-hmm. They just decide because if once we allow you into discovery mode, yep. then it's over. Yep. I'm just saying things are. I think. The calculus of the game not only this the movie you're just going to be out there in new ways oh, I, th- 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 I just think they'll time. just try to kill me No, well, i just
2: I'm, think they'll just do that
0: let's okay? not speak that one i think
2: this. they'll just try to kill me i, I don't think they want any part <laughs> of <see>. any kind <laughs> of a full-on transparent fight they don't want that steve dace
0: i see you and i raise you my demise <laughs>
3: <laughs> Have you reconsidered getting a gun
0: yeah <laughs> asked an answer okay
3: Next, Leonard Joyner says the Second Amendment will remain an, uh, quote-unquote, expensive hobby because gun owners are too paralyzed by the prisoner's dilemma to do otherwise.
0: I'm I'm selling only because this is... You won't... None of you are really going to know till you're there. All of us included. Like, what? what are you prepared to do? There's some moments in life you just... What happens when you get punched in the face? I, I, I don't. We we ha, let's face it. We haven't gotten. To, we've gotten to the point a long time ago where people should have, you know, torches and pitchforks. But you know, when it flat out comes to the point of ready aim fire, there. Careful. How, oh, I'm just. How many? How, Careful. How many points in our have we actually gotten to where it's that? I'm saying there. Are, Even as bad as things are, where you more than
2: likely, what is to happen is we will we will not do all the things we could have peaceably done to avoid it getting to that point, and then just let it get to that point. Yes, that's why I will sell this. Actually,
0: yes, that's exactly because because I'm
2: I'm afraid of 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 this actually occurring. My my fear is this is human nature. We, I mean, I saw I saw it with, with Dave growing up. Okay, my little brother Scott got more spoiled than me. He got beat worse than me though too. And Scott would get away with murder, get away with murder, mm-hmm. get away with murder, get away with murder, murder. And then, uh, you know, do something that, you know, was a little beyond the pale. Dave would overreact and give him like a year's worth of beatings. Okay. And that's much more inclined with human nature. That's much more inclined with human nature is okay. to do that.
0: But also gun enthusiasts themselves will tell you never, ever pull your weapon unless you're actually prepared to use it. Which begs the question, when what are the acceptable situations? You gotta be honest about that. Well,
2: you have to be honest about the fact that you haven't even used all the other situations before you even get to that point. Exactly. I mean that that to me is the real tragedy. That still our game plan is just to watch Fox and vote G O P. Buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you could ever do, especially if you're selling on one end to buy on another, doing that simultaneously. I've done that before, too. Uh, And it's 10 times worse if you're not working with the right agent. So we want to do something about that. Um, We want to put you in charge uh, of your own situation. But with an agent that will come in and take charge of your situation for you, a fully vetted track record of success, not a part-timer, not doing this as a hobby, not inexperienced, verified success. We created a database of just such agents to help equip you for these unprecedented times. That's why you want to go to that database and get access to it at realestateagentsitrust.com. We have thousands of agents waiting in line. To join in because they want the seal of approval too but we don't just take anybody they have to earn it all right and chances are the agent will recommend for you is right out of this same audience so they're a blaze fan just like you so just about anywhere you want to move to or get away from we can help you find an agent more than likely when you go to realestateagentsitrust.com again that's realestateagentsitrust.com let's bring in The Weekly Prophet of Woe and Lamentation himself, the one and only Daniel Horowitz. It is good to see you, my friend. Welcome back. How are you?
4: We are doing all right, Steve. What a week.
2: It has been uh, quite a week. You and I have done uh, some media together and separately in promotion of Rise of the Fourth Reich. Before we get into the other things that are newsy that I wanted to ask you about, what has kind of been your impression of the reaction that... The book has gotten so far, almost six months before its actual release, the kinds of questions that you've been asked in the media uh, that you have done. I mean, is there anything, a theme or anything that stands out to you?
4: It stands out the fact that I wasn't sure when, when, when you approached me and we talked about this, I wasn't sure there was a purpose to writing the book. Now I see there is, because I think even in our sphere of people that certainly share our values, I don't quite see That there was an awareness Mm -hmm. of how severe this was, how encompassing it was, what happened, where it came from, and where it's headed. And that's why we needed to write it. Um, You know, I don't like doubling down on other people's work. If people kind of get it, yeah, it's terrible. They raided Trump's uh, house. You know, everyone's saying that. I'm not going to repeat what everyone else is saying. I'm gonna go on to something that needs to be said that's important that that others aren't. So I'm not gonna write a book for nothing. And that's really the underlying theme. I think everyone knows it was wrong. I don't think people fully grasp the magnitude of it and how they're all connected, the planning of it, the blocking of the treatment, the shots, the mask, to this very day, the framing of it, how deep this runs. And uh, it, it just underscores that this is really the most important issue. Also, that people don't realize that everything flows from COVID fascism. Everything that has p- taken place since 2020, I believe January 6th would not have occurred. Um, the FBI could not have done what they mm-hmm. did without that emergent sense of of uh, national emergency. Joe Biden wouldn't had. be
2: president. We wouldn't have the inflation we exactly. have today.
4: Everything comes yep. from that. The great reset comes from that. And I truly think that whether it's Klaus Schwab or someone else or an amalgamation of things, it really is on track to follow certain phases. And they're following it like a T. And until now, they've been pretty successful.
2: So let's get into some of those things that have just emerged since we came out with presales. They won't even make it into the book. Let's start with some data that our mutual pen pal, Naomi Wolf, uh, came out with today. She is crowdfunding an effort to go through all 300,000 disclosed pages of the Pfizer uh, trial documents that the federal judge ordered uh, to be released earlier this year. That remember, FDA wasn't going to make Pfizer disclosed for another 75 years. There are some fu- startling findings um, out today involving women and pregnancy. Go into that for us a little bit.
4: Sure. So, you know, they have this Pfizer document of adverse events. And again, you can't look at this in a vacuum in terms of pregnancy. You have to look at it in terms of all adverse events. One thing is to begin with any adverse event typically that would occur during a clinical trial, it's guilty until proven innocent. Whereas with this trial, it automatically was proven innocent without proving it innocent. So none of it had anything to do with the trial. And they did this with all adverse events. And we've already interviewed some people who were in the trial who had severe, severe damage. One's in the book. Another one I, I did on my podcast, uh, someone who had liver damage and, and uh, heart damage it was never even put in there. Screw that. Um, what they did in this case is she found 22 instances of pregnant women who are exposed to the trial uh, product who didn't carry through with the pregnancy. I mean, it was some form of a miscarriage. And they were they were labeled as some sort of transient, what they say, resolved mm-hmm. adverse event, mm-hmm. which, which is the same pile you would have, you know, the shoulder pain, or maybe you had some... Yeah, I mean, it's just an unviable
2: headache. tissue mass after all, right, no big deal, right.
4: Exactly. For a day or two. Uh, not a human so life. She was yeah. able to pull out that there were 22 at least of the 50 documented there. Now, is it 50 total in the trial or is there a larger denominator that I haven't determined yet? But that's not the point. I mean, you, you, you look across Europe now. You have Norway. The latest birth data uh, that we have is down six percent. Sweden down 14%, Germany down 12%, Britain down 9%, Netherlands down 11%. So this is part of a broader problem that we're seeing death rates unexplained record high and birth rates unexplained record low.
2: What's going on with the monkeypox vaccine?
4: The same thing that went on with COVID, but we never realized it. And that's what's so important about this, that... I, I just caught the last segment of, of of your show and your debate with Todd. The, the The reason they never wanted a direct confrontation on this is because this is a hundred year enterprise, and and Todd certainly appreciates this because he was onto this uh, earlier than you and I were. Um, this will uncover what could be the greatest lie of an entire century. It's it, the fact that they had shots that they were blithely and blissfully approving that were known to be problematic and they were on the market. So, monkeypox, there's two of them there's ACAM 2000, which was really for smallpox, but they kind of said you could use it for monkeypox, and there's Ginios. So, the ACAM 2000. So, we can't repurpose
2: drugs, but we can repurpose vaccines. <laughs>
4: yes. No, of course. <laughs> God. I mean, it's all good. Vaccines oh my gosh. Okay. So, um,
2: Makes total no, I mean, sense. That's
4: what the hierarchy is. I mean, it's the same thing <laughs> with the racial stuff and the FBI. That's what they do. So, anyway, ACAM 2000, this is the famous Fauci quote that this thing was causing so many heart ailments. I mean, it turns out it was so dangerous and they're open about it. It's in the FDA and CDC's own recommendation on monkeypox vaccination. They talk about an insane degree of myocarditis, clinical level, one in 175. Um, all sorts of issues. Okay, so the main one, because of that, they want to move away from it to to GYNOS. But then we look at that, and on the label, it says there was a 2.1% rate, 2.1%. It's not like a decimal of severe cardiac adverse events. Um, They never did an RCT, Steve, but yet it had full licensure in 2019 when there was no monkeypox outbreak, See, everyone's all caught up in the EUA, but I, I always said that's a trap because they'll be like, "All right, we'll give it a full BLS. We don't care. The problem is not the EUA statute. The problem is the FDA and the, and the Fourth Reich. They'll kill you outright. So why did they do a monkeypox vaccine? Rush it like anything. No RCT. They say that there's no RCT. They they have a which low- means we have no
2: way of knowing if it even works. Before yeah, we even get to low... the safety profile and the risk-benefit analysis, if there's no controlled trial, we don't even know if it works, just on its they face. There's a
4: low confidence le- level of certainty, this is their language, that it causes some degree less myocarditis mm-hmm. than the ACAM-2000 one, which they moved away from, or presumably did, although they still have 100 million doses that they haven't destroyed Um, And there is a low level of certainty that it has some degree of better efficacy than ACAM 2000 against Monkeypox. This, again, it was given full licensure. Why? Why in 2019? What did they know we didn't know? That that, that in some ways that was more rushed than the COVID shot because it went to full approval. And it didn't. The COVID shots officially had an RCT. We know it was fraudulent from head to toe, but they conducted one. This, uh, and we know people in it. This, they never conducted one. So what this demonstrates is this was there in plain sight. This is on the label or on the CDC's own own website. It's straight up there, but they know no one sees it. Um, and and that's the question. If we were to do a commission on the dozens of other shots that are out on the market. What would we find? This is the biggest pro-life issue imaginable. And one other thing, Steve, um, we now understand the concept of negative efficacy, viral immune escape, leaky non-sterilizing vaccines. The johnny sh- shot is a non-sterilizing shot. Who's to say this doesn't screw people up? Mm-hmm. And they in ACAM 2001, they say blatantly, if you're in the same household and you're exposed to it, you can get smallpox from it or something like it, uh, something similar, because the live replicating competent vaccine. This is out in the open. So the idea, the Nuremberg trial, so that this never happens again, is now.
2: The study from the German insurance company, the data that they released last week, give us the highlights on that again.
4: The highlights on that, the highlights on that is that this is a Nuremberg level of Of injury that you're talking about globally, Steve, millions likely dead, and potentially several hundred million, with at least a clinical level of injury that you sought medical attention, maybe outpatient, in order. So beyond the kind of headache, day of fever, um, right? These are people that made
2: that thought. Their their adverse event was enough to file a health insurance claim, right?
4: Exactly. And it was about um,
2: 4.3% of, of-
4: 4.3. So, well, it, it, it's probably even more. 4.3% of their entire patient load of this TK, the largest German insurer, they have 11 million people. Um, now, the vax rate is high, but it's not 100%, it's 80%. So if you actually would do an 80%, uh, you know, 437,000 of that, it would be more like 5.1%. Mm-hmm. But let's go with the 4.3% number. If you apply that to the 223 million in the United States, people could relate to U.S. numbers. That's 9.6 million people, 9.6 million people, if you would you know, run the same extrapolation. And I note that it jives with a lot of different things. Number one, the Israeli health ministry found that a 4.5 percent rate just from the booster shot, not the individual who might get multiple ones, but just from the booster, the third dose, 4.5 percent rate of neurological side effects, which – You know, that's, again, a little bit more than the typical that like a third of people are getting, um, which is just the general malaise and and aching and flu-like symptoms. But then I ran it through theirs, And very interestingly enough, I said, all right, let me take a look at theirs. people who died, hospitalized, urgent care, and doctor's office visits. We actually have that. And I just looked at the U.S. numbers, not the, you know, because they have the international numbers, too. I limited it to the U.S., and I said, what sort of, so it turns out to be about 337,000. What sort of underreporting factor would get you to 9.6 million? Underreporting factor of 28. Jessica Rose, Dr. Jessica Rose, several others, Steve Kirsch, they have papers out based on a Mass General study estimating an underreporting factor of 41. So if you just go with 28, that would jive with that extrapolation from Germany. And finally, Steve, this is extremely eerie, but one of the things I did. Is I took a look at all of the Europe and theirs numbers, and total combined is 76,000 reported dead, six million injured. If you were to take an underreporting factor of 41 and apply it to that, you would get to 1.9 million deaths and 247 million injuries. Now, given that there is 5.31 billion who shot up, do you know what? Do you know what that is? The 247 million. Four point three, four point six 4.6%, almost right mm-hmm. on target of their underreporting factor of 41 juxtaposed to the German data that, you know, in their sample, 4.3% at a clinical level injury. My friends, that is Nuremberg for you.
2: Terrible, but great analysis. Terrible stuff, but great analysis. By the way, I said this to the audience earlier. Your podcast a week ago Tuesday was incredible it was i thought one of the best episodes of a podcast in any genre i've ever heard man it was next level stuff so i just wanted to give you a hat tip and uh, thank you again for coming on take care
4: thank you steve take you, care
2: you bet all right guys we have a couple of minutes left here in the show enough time for you guys to react to that conversation if you would like
0: well daniel in saying that he was listening to you and i go back and forth and again see this is the part and i didn't communicate it well enough that i i I don't think he you because who who wants to think about it all the time but steve it is such a a idol for them to protect it goes beyond just covid malfeasance it's 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 about a pharma malfeasance going back decades and decades and decades and they will take risks they didn't take before in order to protect that white whale aaron what do you think
3: You know, I just want to tease something that we're going to be a submission for buy, sell, hold that we're going to be tackling in um, in the overtime. We talk about depopulation a lot. Is there a boomerang effect? Is there a boomerang effect here to the uh, to the marionettes? Or the marionetta, I should say, the people pulling the strings. Is there a boomerang effect effect on the way? That's something that we'll we'll tackle on the bonus buy-seller hold, but um, I'm gonna be doing some I'm gonna be doing some research after after listening to Daniel about what the Bill Gates of the world, what the Klaus Schwabs of the world, and maybe you've already done that in uh, in the book. I've not been able to read the, the book. yet. I don't even have it. About what a uh, quote-unquote sustainable population would look like. And how they would propose getting there. And then put some of those ratios and percentage points that we just talked about, put them up against that. I think that would be fascinating. Maybe it's just coincidental and maybe they don't have anything to do with each other, but I think it's worth looking into nonetheless. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: All right, we're going to stick around. Aaron mentioned the overtime. Um, We're going to be concluding here in a moment. For Blaze TV subscribers, you're going to get some bonus buy, seller hold coming your way. We will record it here in just a second after we get done with this show, and then it'll be uploaded later today at blazetv.com slash dace, which is also where you can go to become a Blaze TV subscriber if you are not yet one, and you can get that subscription at a discount right now blaze tv.com slash dace don't miss any of the exclusive content we do each day here on blaze tv get the discounted subscription at blaze tv.com slash dace uh tomorrow we have a conversation you definitely don't want to miss theology thursday and more until then john 317